Hello and welcome. We're back. Monday Club. Um, this week is EV for dummies. I'm an EV dummy. Jamie's I'm an, an EV, EV dummy. EV dummy. Um, and we have got a EV expert or YouTuber, EV Nick in the house. Hello. How are you doing? Right, mate. right very lackluster. <laughs> right. Before we carry on, um, I just want to do a quick shout out to this week's sponsor and our sponsor as always is verso um they make excellent fuse boards excellent accessories tested to the highest standard and a bit later on in the episode we've got a question from them so stay tuned for that anyway that is out of the way what are we what are we talking about <coughs> ev for dummies Jamie, nick, kick off. I don't know, Nick. I've not met Nick until three minutes ago on this call. He just told me he's not a sparker, so I'm going to ask him. Tell us about yourself then, Nick. Tell me about you. Uh, well, so basically my background is in college. I did uh, electronics, um, that, that kind of area, and I realised there was no money really in it when I was you – know, there was too many people going into it. There wasn't a lot of money, so I ended up quitting and doing other jobs, sales-related, car sales-related. And uh, mm -hmm. when I started doing EVs about five years ago – I realized that there was no information on chargers. All it was is, I fit this charger. This is the charger that everyone should yeah, have. Yeah, I can so I thought, that. Yeah, so I thought, you know, there's a, there's a, I know the industry. I know the car industry. I know a bit about electronics. I know enough to get chargers, review them, and talk about them. So, so thought, what was your, sorry, mate, what was your electronics? So PCBs, components, that kind of thing, yeah? Yeah. And are you qualifying that? Did you get anywhere with that? No, I dropped out. So, but, uh, but is I've, it a hobby I've, you keep in with it? I've, I've, I've got, I've got an AG chassis level in electronics. Mm -hmm. um, Don't tell anyone that. <laughs> is it just? A, is it? Is it something you're interested in anyway? So you've got a little bit of a passion for that, and yeah, yeah. It, it, it's. I mean, my background sort of IT, electronics, computer. You know, computers, computer related stuff. So got you. I, I'm a, I'm a tech guy. I like tech. So I, did, it, I couldn't tell my from your background. <laughs> For yeah, so, audio listeners, it looks like um, he is in a neon festival. <laughs> it's RGB. He looks like he listens to Lana's tech tips to me. Uh, do, do you want? Do you want some other? Oh god, can I have any color you want? Oh, you for, want? for audio viewers, Nicky's changing the colors. Oh, go on, <laughs> go on. Make it all romantic. I've got a red tonight, look. Well, the, the ones above me are just a, a hue on spots, and then the one this is just an RGB strip behind me. It's all going off, but yeah. So you know about your cars, you know about your electronics. So you are already the place. So what happened? Where how did you become EV Nick? So I, I'm from the car trade, so I sell cars for a living. So I started selling EVs, and there was literally no information for people buying EVs. So I thought I'll, I'll start reviewing them, doing stuff. You know, how to buy a used EV, how to buy a new EV, and I just wanted to get free help out there. It's never about making money. I, I'm, I, you're gonna, you, you two are gonna take the piss out of this. But I, I've got a background of, you know, I'm a tree hugger. You know, I care about the environment. That's why I'm I got a tree hugger. EVs. I don't mind admitting, mate. I'm, I'm a tree hugger. Yeah. So you know that that's what got me into EVs, electronics, you know, stuff like that. So I just wanted to sort of branch out, tell more people about EVs, and then just as I've sort of been in the industry, sort of blogging on stuff on, on EVs and electric cars, I just noticed there was no information on chargers. Nothing. So where it did was... you start? Sorry, where did you start with this? Was this like written blogs? You just it, straight to YouTube? Just or... straight to YouTube. Just straight to YouTube. Yeah. So just straight to you. So I started YouTube, and about in about a year, I, I got to about a thousand subscribers, and it just kept you know going out going over. And now this year, it's just plateaued. Um, but it's right. What you got? Out of interest, uh, fourteen thousand at the moment. Oh, right. that's a good crap then. Oh, that's, that's... 13,500 more than me. <laughs> and about 10,000 more than us. <laughs> yeah, but you, so it's, it's plateaued. Why? Is it because you're, it's over, is it loads of you now? Not you, you know what I mean? Loads of people I, I, doing the same. I honestly think it's because I've, because I've started doing more EV charge stuff. So it's more, most of my established audience were already EV owners looking at. Right. Okay. Things. So I think because I've started doing EV charge stuff, it's kind of plateaued a little bit because it's more to the sparky or new EV driver, and they've got the information for a charger, and they don't want to see any more videos. Right, because um, uh, so, it's not—it's not like I'm not. Who needs to know constantly about EV chargers? Obviously, owners buy one, and they probably sit with it for ten years, don't they? But yeah. Sparkies clearly want to be keeping updated. So your website is obviously—I've not seen it. Don't say website. Well, don't say website. Welcome to the nineties. I've got a website on the www. <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is, if you are Sparkies and you want to know what's hot this week, it's worth keeping an eye on your site. Apparently, I checked it, but um, I'm going to have a look after this to see what is happening, what's new, and if anything new comes on the scene, are you getting it? Are you reviewing it? 
Yeah, so I've just just got a new charger that I've just, it went up. The view went up about three weeks ago from a company called Simpson and Partners. And oh, so you're the... going all out. So you're like searching for all of the like not necessarily out of the, the like the Rolex and the My Energies and Zappies and all that sort of stuff. So I've done I've done twelve chargers altogether. Nice. The third I'd whack of chargers, to be fair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I've, got to, I've got to pull this right because for reasons that will be revealed next week and on my social media. But what I want to know is, are you buying them? Are you being given them? Why are you reviewing them? How are you reviewing? Them? I want to know the nuts and bolts because what we've got our viewers, a sparkies in real yeah. life, going out and buying this stuff. And if we're going to say this guy's worth checking out, we want to know the nuts and bolts behind that. Why are you, so, are you, are you getting them? Will you get it for free? Do you disclose all that? So it, it, it changed sort of this year. So. The last, if you, you'll be able to tell because the format of the video has changed. But right. If you look at the old video, the, so originally, when we, you'll see a white background, a white white table unboxing background, I'm taking them to be on the white box. The deal with all those chargers back then was anyone who sent me a charger, free of charge, sent me the yep. charger, no contracts were signed, no agreements were signed. They sent me a charger and I reviewed it. So, and that's a, you're taking it apart, yeah, showing the grubbing. Taking it apart, the, showing the grubbing, showing everything, you know, going installing it, saying how easy it is for me. I mean, I'm a novice, so I mean, let's be honest. A, a charger, Hang on, do you screw into a bit of wood in your garage? Yeah, screw into a bit. I have of seen your videos, right? I've seen it before. <laughs> Full disclosure, I know you are. No, I'm not, I don't know who you are, but yeah, yeah. So you, you're showing, which is useful to spark, because you're showing it being screwed to the wall, how the fixing works, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so that's all there. Yeah. So and, I, 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 and and I and then I'll set them up, I'll customize them, and then I'll go into the app. So what the users want to see in the app, because the thing is, you could have a charger that's bloody good, but the app could be absolute crap, and the yes. customer's not going to yeah, download it. Yeah, it's a whole it package. And well, yeah. we have heard of these. Like some people really struggle. I'm not saying like I'm a massive, massive fan of my energy, but some people say that like getting everything synced up can be a bit of a chore. Well, it used to be. I don't know if that's still the case. I'm. We'll come to that in a bit because I I want to. I'm a mass fan of Marjorie. That's my favourite at the minute, and I want to speak about that in a bit. But yeah, so the white background, then what? What happened um, on the channel? So then there'll be some video. So any video that I've been paid for, I'll have a little thing at the top left, and it'll say sponsored video. And if mm -hmm. I've received money to physically say something on the video, I'll say in the video, this is an advert. This is a sponsorship. I'll declare it. I always mm -hmm. say it at the start because I, I find... There's there's some YouTubers who review charge points on the internet that take large sums of money and don't tell anybody. And if you go right down below in the description, it'll say for entertainment purposes only. Oh, is that the get out clause? Is it? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'm going to use that one. Yeah. On my le le legally, if you took them to court under the advertising standard agency, they get sued. So I, I I follow the ASA rules for for YouTubers influencers by by the book. Do you think well, we should know about ASA rules? Right, Nick. We're having another podcast we after this about that, <laughs> but yeah, but we need a bit of information on legal requirements. Yeah. So anyway. I, whatever the ASA says, I'll follow. So that's a um, mate. That is a who's top the ASA. <laughs> the advertising standards agency. So you are working. Tom Scott does this as well. Do you know Tom Scott, the YouTuber? Yeah. He yeah. works the advertising standards rules, so he can't he can't ever get done because he follows the same rules for TV adverts, and that is a sweet move, mate. And that should fill a lot of people sparks of electricity with confidence because our advertising in the UK is very tightly monitored. So yeah. Yeah. Fair one for that. Yeah. So. What I've started to do this year, because I, I, I want to start spending money and making the videos a little bit more professional. So this year, uh, the deal is you send me, the company send me a charge point and they pay me a fixed fee. They all, they all pay the fixed fee. No, I won't tell you what it is before you ask. No, that's what, mate. Um, so, you know, I, I, they all get charged the same fixed fee. They all send me a charge point. The charge point gets sent. I charge them a fixed fee. No contracts are signed. So I can say it's crap. I can say it's good. Now, I do have a rule, right? I'm an EV advocate and I don't like negativity. I'm, I'm not a negative person. Me neither. So I try, <laughs> if I try and do a review, I always try and make it balanced. So I'll say the bad, I'll say some good, and I'll say something in between. And I know I'm balanced because in the past I've reviewed, I can't say the name of the company, but yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I reviewed their charge point and they sent me uh, legal action to, to take down the video. I then got four emails off their competitors saying, why did you say this charge point's good? We know it's shit. 
That's that's brilliant. That's so brilliant. I was like, I've, I've got the video perfect. If they're telling me they're gonna, if they're telling me they're gonna sue me, and the competitor is saying, what kind of arsehole would, would, what kind of arsehole would send you something? Sorry for calling you customer. We don't we don't name them. We don't name people. Well, well, I, 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 but what I'm kind sure. of arsehole would send you something to do an open review, then try and make you take it down because they not the content? Who well, would well, do something like that? I, I wonder. I wonder who. I wonder if. I, I wonder. I'm if not, no, I'm not pushing I wonder, name, I, mate. I wonder if any Sparkies might be able to work out who that CEO is of which company i mean i can say i want and what i will say <laughs> if i want to talk about a charger I, I love my energy zappy the interface the look i think it's all fucking fantastic yeah, and we'll, we'll go into that in a bit Rolex man what the fuck happened to them they got that desperate they put a tap on one <laughs> oh, <laughs> i'm not even joking i thought it was a photo yeah that's the right pod. it's like the green pod for audio is making the show for green pod and where the rcd was was nothing and where the plug was they put a tap well, no, 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 no. But to be fair, they they make marines, they make stuff for marine sites. So yeah, that, but fucking but, but, hell, man. It, it Talk it about getting people mixed up. But but what what was funny that was reposted on some internet for uh, car car forums um, for EV owners, and one EV owner went, "Oh, so you can put it out when it goes on fire." That's what literally what someone. I sort of oh, get it. No. I sort of get that. I sort of get it in a marina. We do but, a socket. We do a tap to match. But to mingle that in the EV world. I just thought, what are you doing? What and they, are you doing? I, I don't know if you can say, I don't know if you're going to back me up here because, like I say, we had to spoke, but they lost it big style. They had the market and they just lost it. They from an, as an outsider, they they were first and they were they were cheap. Yeah, yeah they they were cheap. And um, the problem that they had is, I think when they initially sold it, they sold it with warranty was responsible to the Sparky. So any warranty work, the Sparky bought the charger and was responsible for all the OZEV claims, warranty claims. So I think, so when, so when they had a, when they had a, a fault in it and the customer would ring Rolex and say, you know, the electrician's gone bust. Can you sort me out a new charger? They, they they'd go. No, See you I'm later, sorry. mate. No one gives a fuck about we, you. We, we, haven't, we haven't sold it yet. And I think that's, the, they realized that mistake. So, so they've started to come back. Um, they've got a new charger. They've got two new charger. They've got one, they got one with a double socket. First, the first it's the first seven kilowatt double single uh, split for a consumer. Oh, the right, idea is right. if you're buying, if you've got two EVs coming, you only want one charger. Um, but, but they unveiled that fully charged last year, so I had a had a look at it. Uh, they said they were going to send it to me, and I've never seen it since. Um, and that was about six months. Shit. <laughs> so, so I think so, you're hold on, hold sorry, on. Sorry, so sorry. I've got a thing with fully charged. I really like, obviously, everyone likes that Robert Llewellyn, like Crichton from Red Dwarf. Everyone yeah. loves him, right? Yeah, Robert's, Robert's a great guy. But that Dan Caesar, he got the raving up of me because I don't like Greta Thunberg. No, because I said, <laughs> all these people taking advice off of a child when she was a child. And I, and, he, I, and, it, and he got was, the raving up of me. Was it on Twitter? Yes. Right. <laughs> you've, so you've got to remember... Dan Caesar gets constant abuse on Twitter. 24/7. I didn't send it to him. I, I know, but he might have thought that you were just 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 an, uh, just another troll on the internet, and it yeah, probably come on his yeah, timeline. Yeah. I, I mean, that guy gets some serious abuse. Um, Why? Serious abuse. It, it, I don't know. At one point, he blocked. He, he gets all the oil industry tycoon, you know, batteries oh, okay. and hydrogen. So he's constantly getting abuse. So. He's always on defence. I mean, what there was sometime last year, he actually blocked his Twitter replies unless you were in his friends group. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't imagine get a lot. I want some stats like that. Now, these stats, I don't think follow account and stats mean much, but there are certain things I want to look at. So you just said to me, you've got 14,000 followers, haven't you? On, on yeah. Twitter, on, which it doesn't matter because you might be single serving. So what do you what do your videos get? Because I imagine you might have a lot of subscribers, but a lot of your, some of your videos will get absolutely hammered. So it, they, they jump up and down. They're all over the place. So it depends on what the subject is. So like a zappy one. Everyone knows a zappy charger. What's that? What's your, do you know roughly what it's got? Oh, just, I'd, I'm I'd just have, trying to say to people I'd, that... I'd, 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 have, I'd have to look. Uh, have oh. a look then. Well, it's, but I'm just saying, uh, we're trying to offer Sparkers somewhere. If they want to get find out about a charger, you can go and look on EV Dan's... On EV Nick's... EV Dan, whoever he is. <laughs> and, and EV Nick's. EV Dan. That's someone else, sorry. But yeah, um, I'm just wondering, is, it, is that how your channel works? You get more single-serving oh, friends like Fight Club? I have access to a hundred. Oh, yeah. I'm playing me. No, I'm playing. Oh, 
<laughs> no, Nick, don't want to hear his own voice. Oh, yeah, no, there's nothing worse than your own voice. Um, so I'm just going on my EV playlist. And just now, what so. I'm trying to stop is, is your channel a place where people come, get the information they want about the charge, maybe, watch a couple of them and then disappear into the abyss? Yeah, I, I would say, I would say... I, th- like, I think I've got eight, I think 80% of my viewers are new viewers. 20%. And what I'm trying to say to Sparks is, don't be put off if you go on Nick's page and he hasn't got a high sub count because it's a single serving video. People watch it and go. So, yeah, so people will always see that as being more reputable, but it's not the case. Yeah. So I think one of the highest charging rate uh, view videos I've got is oh, I can't, um, four, uh, 46,000 is one of the right. highest. And how many videos you got? You got? Oh, I, I do a video every week. And oh, right. Always, so you... uh, yeah. And they're not always about EV chargers. There's a lot of EV chat. So, I mean, this year I'm actually doing batteries, inverters, solar oh wicked um i've got a battery coming uh from china this week uh, what is it i've got i've just fit one to my ass i've just got it on screen i've just fit the um, alpha ess yeah so this is uh it's called uh lavatech um it's 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 pretty it's one of the nicest battery inverter packages i've seen it's it's nice and flush at the front um it's it just just really not really nice system. Um, I've realised now that I've watched some of your videos because you do you do orbits like that, don't you? I've realised now I'm going to go back and if you have slagged my battery off, I will come round your house and I will hurt you. <laughs> yeah, if you've reviewed my battery, sure name Alex. Like if you if you've reviewed my if you've reviewed my battery, it's a bad one. I'll be I, absolutely more I've, I've, I've not started, yeah, I've not started the batteries yet. The bat the bat the first battery I'm going to do will be the end of this year, um, and then I've got I, I've been told off one company we've already spoken about. They've got a battery coming out this year. So my NG got batch coming out this year. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen that. It's got a lot of Yeah, no, I it. saw that. Yeah. That's so, exciting. So Jordan's hinted to me that she'd like me to do a do a review on it. So hopefully, you know. Mate, can, can we, that. like years ago, me and Neil Bridgman, um, he's another podcast host, we interviewed uh, Jordan Brompton. Yeah. Mate, what a legend. She is awesome. Proper, proper awesome. Go and check her out, Geordie Brompton on uh, Twitter. Are we, bum- are we bumming Zappy or not, are we? Because I will just say that their <laughs> products are brilliant. They look great. The interface is great. It's the only thing a customer can actually read. Their offices look great. And yeah. even when you show your internal picture of the factory, it looks fucking mint. I mean... Do you know what, Nick, do you know what, wrong? Do you know what oh. looks better than the Zappy? The Hypervolt. Nah. Yes. Stop it. You know, the screen. I, 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 let's get into the Zap thing then, because we, we, me and we're clearly bumming Zapper. Nick, am I right or am I wrong? It's got the best screen going. It's, it interfaces the physical interaction with the human who's thick. It's not a customer. It's not the best looking charge point. It's right? not. It's not. It's not. But it's, but, it's, but it's not. not it, but it's not flashy and tacky. It's not got a stupid flashing light all over it. It looks a bit tacky in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Are um, you talking about the Hypervolt? I don't know who on earth you might be on about. Um, we used to be sponsored by Hypervolt, you know. Did but we're you? not anymore. Did you? Is that why I'm not on this? Is that why I wasn't on this show earlier? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Hypervolt that sent you the letter? Um, no. Uh, no, I'm not saying anything. No. The legal requirements, and for audio viewers, Nick's waving his hands and swearing or something. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've looked at a lot of chat. I mean, my my energy. If you're having solar and you've got a battery, hands down, it's the best charge. Uh, yeah, I, I was sure. gonna say I went and saw my mate got his my mate come to me and unusually for one of my mates he went, what charge should I get? I said, you know, if he was gonna get one, I was gonna fit it for you. Get a zapper. I've used them at college and I really like them. The materials are good. The plastic feels nice. The screen's good. You miss to be able to work out blah blah blah. And he it, come it, back goes, I bought a zapper. I was like, oh, you've actually listened to me, have you? And someone else fitted it for him. I had to go back and sort of CTs out of the programming. It was so easy. It just, I was like, oh, well, if I designed this, I put a CT there and in the menu it'd be there. Oh, it is, bosh, done. And it was all doing his soul and it all worked perfectly. I had brilliant. Didn't Hypervolt have a massive problem because they were using Raspberry Pi? Raspberry Pi, like, guts. Do you know what a Raspberry Pi is? Uh, yeah, that's Well, well that's they, didn't even, they didn't even use a normal Raspberry So, no, so there was free charge point that used Raspberry Pi that I've tested. There was the EO Mini, and then there was uh, Warbox, and then there was Hypervolt. Now, the difference is the Warbox unit, the Pulsar Plus, they actually had a commercial Raspberry Pi in it. It was a proper commercial uh, Yeah, I've seen them. The one that Hypervolt were using and EO was literally a consumer-grade Raspberry Pi. It shouldn't be in a commercial charge point. And that'll be why at the minute they're not doing that, because you can't buy them, can you, at the minute? Raspberry Pi's like rocking all shit at the minute, if anyone yeah. doesn't know. 
Um, but but the new security rules that are coming in for December this year for on charge points, because I don't know if you know, they've, they've made some massive changes on charge points this year. So there was the, the difference for peak, check to peak time charging and a couple of bits there that came in force in July. No, I, I know. Some I know. Yeah. So, just, so some smart rigs came in on charge points this year. Um, oh, yeah, I know about the smart. Uh, like Everything's got to be smart now. So you don't like, so it's not street with like 50 charges down it, just pulling loads. Yeah, so there's a new rule coming in in December, which is a cyber security rule, which basically says they've got to be secure. Basically, mm. what they don't want to happen is uh, a hacker from a foreign country uh, gets hold of all the charges in the UK and turns them all on at the same time. Mate, this is a massive industry problem. Um, yeah. This is a huge industry problem. Yeah. So, so, yeah so, bring it in. So, so there's a cyber security thing that comes in in, in basically December. And... Anyone who's using like a compute module, like a Raspberry Pi or anything like that, anything that's consumer grade hackable won't be won't be allowed to be sold. Really? Yeah, it's bonkers, mate. You know, like oh. a, just just like off topic. You know, like you get these uh, wireless plugs that you plug your lamp into. Yeah, and they all come from China with these Chinese apps. And I'm not saying that they're nasty or they're going to attack us, but if you sell, if you could sell fifty thousand plugs that got connected to fifty thousand hundred watt loads. And you bang them all off, on, off, on, off, on, on the same time on a winter's evening. The national grid will fall over. It's that no. easy. It's not hard. So to get charge points at seven kilowatts a pop, easy peasy. When I work in the energy sector, wherever I work, not necessarily the customer I work for now. Yeah, our security is insane. Our insane levels of, of security. We don't use USB keyboards or anything like that. We don't pick up USB sticks. We don't do anything with computers that people can see. It is. That is to take down the national grid, and that's why it's all coming in. So I won't, I won't say the name of the company, but um, one charge point company, uh, I know the CEO pretty well, and I, um, you know, he, he came around came around for like a little chat um, down at Fully Charged with me, and I have my phone charger there, and he says, oh, I need to go and plug my phone, and it's flat. I said, oh, just plug it into my USB. He went, I'm not plugging into a USB that I don't own. He was that, wow. you know, I, that I know, top. I know there are leads available. I'm not going to mention these names, already, but they'll... they'll, they'll Empty your phone. And you know the USB sockets you see in like shell garages? Like just sit here and plug your thing in while you drink your coffee. If you ever plug into a USB port you are not aware of, you are a fucking idiot. Yeah? Why? Do what, not ever the worst plug... that can happen? You can totally hack a phone, mate. You can empty an entire iPhone in, in three or four minutes. All the data, everything, unencrypted. It's it's possible on a on a international level. Normal hackers are probably going to have quite a bit of access. But yeah, only ever plug your phone in to a USB cable that is your possession and a USB adapter that is in your possession because it is the easiest way to get it. Susnet, if anyone's interested, a virus that went around all the nuclear power plants was got into a site on a USB stick. It's security. What was, hold on a minute. This is some this is some next level information. What's Susnet? Susnet. So basically Susnet is a virus that was written. It's a tiny, tiny virus. It's like four or five lines of code and it's simply designed to attack Siemens F7 PLCs, high-speed counting cards, which are predominantly found in the systems used to um, purify uranium. What do they do? So they purify uranium with these. This any machine that purifies it's, uranium it's will have this card in. It's yeah. It's, ba it's basically a spinning thing. A that purifies uranium. Centrifuge that spins. And to so, get this into so, these power plants, what they so, did was, oh god, well, go yeah. Well, the ura the Iranians wanted to stop. Uh, sorry, the US wanted to stop the Iranians from, you know, making plutonium. So what they did is they made this virus and they put it, they knew the uranium system was not on the internet, right? They knew the uranium system wasn't on the internet. So you had to get the virus into the place. So what they did is they just dropped a CD, a music CD or a USB. No, no I totally did. I know exactly what they did. I've seen the report. They, they put, maybe a bit, they put a Iranian attractive ladies holy photos on a USB stick. And then they added that virus to it and they dropped it in the car park. And so I put it to a laptop and went, hey, oh, look at these. And went inside. Look at these. I found the car park. That virus then infected some like 90% of the world's computers, but it's only there to attack four or five sites in the entire world. It, it was an absolute perfect virus by all accounts. Do you know what's funny about that? Pawn, right? Good old <laughs> pawn, right? You, anyway. got, like, it's always pawn. Like porn pushed the internet forward to the streaming and all that stuff. It was all due to porn. Um, like coming up with new codes and ways to compress files was all due to porn. Everything's and like 
So what? So what? Well so safe what, way of hacking somewhere. Put it on porn. So what you're saying is, so what you're saying is, the next charge point you want is a big flashy lady, naked lady at the front instead. I do think I'm, yeah. I might be wrong. This might be. This was either EV chargers or car pop machines. Someone hacked the screens to play pornography, didn't they? Uh, they did. It, it was it, well. There no. you go. Connection no. of that time. Well, 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 finished. Yeah, it, 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 it was. Well, yeah, it was. There's basically someone just a new QR code over some of them. They didn't actually hack the machine. They did in Russia. They, they actually they did actually in Russia uh, to uh, to say Putin is an asshole. And, and what I want to say, what I want to judge this point before I forget, yeah, I have a long running argument with Neil Bridgman on Twitter that EV chargers just posh sockets, and I believe that they are posh sockets. But the problem is when you've got a posh socket, someone could hack it and do all sorts to it and do. They can... well, 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 they are a posh socket, but they're a posh socket that um, have got all the bits for for solar. You've got all the safety security bits in. I mean, at the end of the day. Would you rather plug your EV into a 13-plug socket pulling 10 amps for 14, 15 hours, or would you rather plug it into something which has got pen fault detection, RCD, uh, DC leakage protection? Yeah, and I am just warning Neil up, but what I want to get across to people, yeah, is this, and for people that aren't really that bothered, here's the simple reason why they're clever. The charger controls the voltage down the cable. The cable plugs in your car. If the charger goes wrong, it doesn't cut the power off inside the car. It cuts it off at the charger. So the cable coming out, and that is it, that's in its most basic form. While they're smart, well, if, if you really want to get complicated, it's not actually a charger. <laughs> no, it's just it's, it's a, just it's a power e- source. Yeah, it's, it's a EVS. It's it, it's electrical vehicle supply equipment. Um, oh. is, it, is a technical name for EVSE. So yeah, but which one should we buy? We've covered loads of ground there. Some interesting points, but for all the bogs that because you're not sparking it for all the bogs and sparks out there who've got that's to get me. people coming along, going, I want a charger. <sighs> What what and I know you're not going to pick what what which one should we be looking at what one? Guns to your head. Guns to your head. So or so, just come to your channel right, and look. Right, right, right. I'll be honest. It, it, it depends what you want. Do you want the best looking charger, the one that's best for solar, the one that's easiest to fit, uh, the one that's got the most life? Uh, you know, the no. One what about this? The longest, most most reliable. The pound for pound best charger. I don't really look at the costs because. They're usually they're usually all about the same cost now. There's no real standout expensive charger. Um, there's certain chargers that are void, but I definitely won't tell you what they are. But you could watch the reviews and just look. If, if, I'm, I'm a bit not being funny. You guys are sparks, right? You're not stupid. You know how things should be engineered. If you look at something and it looks like it's been built by a six year old, don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, um, so they're the, all about the same price now, but. You know what? Do you watch Artisan? Yeah. So Artisan have obviously got... Um, they're that kind of company. They're in that kind of area. They've got a lot of Ponzi customers, yeah? Sorry, Artisan. I don't not like you. But they, they, I see Cambridge, them putting these charging... Bro. Cambridge, and Yeah, just Ponzi people who want, oh, my charger's got to look nice, like proper function, form over function. So if Do you they want cost the, mega money even though they're just the same so if, if you want, So if you want the nicest looking charger I've ever viewed at the moment, it'd be the Simpson partner charger. What um, about the Anderson? Uh, the Anderson I've not tested, but it's definitely one of the, so Simpsons and Partners. The guys who owe, the guys who run that used to be the directors at Andersons. Oh, okay. So, oh right, so they've got the knowledge. Of the they're swanky. Yeah. So the dip, but the only problem for me, the only letdown of the Simpsons and Partners charger is it's untethered. And I like tether. If once you've had an EV, you only want a tethered charger because you get sick of pulling the cable out. You. So uh, do they? Uh, you know the snazzy outside casing that looks fantastic, looks like a fucking jukebox or something. Are they still making their own electronics in there that are doing all the normal stuff? But yeah, the, the, the market, their market is you don't want you're not a tramp, you don't want a piece of shit on your ass on your ass. So, so the the, the circ- I mean, when I reviewed it, um, I found a couple of little little teething problems with it. So they're they're a relatively new company to market, so they've got some engineering teething problems. So one of the problems I found that they put the PCB screws right on the end of the board, and you know, if anyone did PCB design in, in, in school, you'd learn that you don't put the, the screw holes at the end because that's where the weakest part of the board is, isn't where uh, it snaps. Yeah. So they, they they had a little thing like that, and it it, it, it when you know when DPD come, or, or DHL or whichever parcel company is delivered it to me, they've obviously kicked the box around a few times, and the PCB was broken on that screw hole. Oh, and well, it just board becomes was a fine. common fault. Yeah, so you know, I basically said to them, I said, "Are you going to move it?" And they said, "Yeah, we're going to move it." So I said, "Well, I'm leaving it in the review, but." As long as you said you're going to move it, I'll say in the review it's going in. Um, but the actual PCB, the way they designed it, I mean, they had, had you, you guys will know about it, but it had 
a shunt control on, which is something I've never seen an EV charger before. So, no, I yeah, don't know what loads... a shunt control is. It's just so, I believe on, I believe my understanding is 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 if it detects a one of the relays is stuck, it will flip the relay off with a manual switch. So it has like a like a like yeah, a lever like arm a, side a lever, basically. Yeah, and it just turns it off basically. So that's so that's the good looking ones, but they still function the same. What what else we got to go at? Obviously, uh, integration so, with EVs is a big so, one. So so you got the the Omi. There's an Omi charger uh, that connects to pretty much every single car app. So if you've got an API app for your car where you log in, yeah. Omi, Omi will let you log in. So you, you go in, you put your car details, and that means when you plug your car in, it knows that your car's at 20%. So you, if you say, I want to charge it to 100%, and you've only got a four-hour window because you're on maybe one of these cheat rates oh, of 7 hours fee, it'll say, in that four hours, you're, you're only going to be able to get 80%. Oh, it's good. Instead of you waking up in the morning going, well, the car's only charged to eighty percent. It'll tell you exactly what you can get in the hours that you've asked for. I tell you, I tell you what. On the flip side of that, then, because you say you can't tell us a charge, which I, I respect. When I go, if I go to a job at a house, I get up and then the house is there. What should I be looking to take into account of that property to pick the right charger? So, so PV, so PV battery. If it's got if it's got PV, pretty much every charger can do PV. Doesn't really matter, right? It, there you go. Uh, Fucking, I didn't know that. So, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much, that's standard stuff, now, is it? Because your EV owner's going to PV. Yeah. Every every charger can just do pure PV because all it'll do they'll put the they'll put a CT clamp around the main incoming tails, mm. and it knows if power's going in or going out. Okay. It's a weird hand gesture for me to do, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Broadly, it, it, it looks like Nick's wanking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, it but it knows if it's going. It knows if it's going, you know, into the house or away from the house because the CT can see which which way the power's traveling. So obviously, if it sees it being exported, it'll ramp up the charger to, yeah. to compensate. If it sees that, you know, you, you you're importing, it can ramp down the charge rate so you you know so you're not imported. So it can do they can do that. Pretty much all of them can do. So that. All, so every spot can go to an house tomorrow. And the sound knowledge that most EV charge on the market that aren't absolute turd will yeah. work with PV. Yeah. What I, else? I, so what about this? So, so then the, next, the supply, the size of the supply, I'm assuming? Well, well, the next problem then is battery. So if it's got a battery, you can they can all work with batteries, but you have to wire them a bit differently with, if you're only using one CT. Where Zappy comes into its own is you can have three CTs. Yes, I'm You can have this. one on the supply, one on the solar, and one on the battery. And the reason why you'd want an extra CT on the battery is if, you're, if you've got PV and you've got a battery, you don't want to drain your battery to charge your EV. That's, you know, absolutely stupid. You don't want to do that. So it, the Zappy goes, well, you're draining the battery, so it'll stop the EV charging and wait either for the off-peak hours yeah, or wait yeah. the sun's shining. I mean, you can you can change it in the Zappy setting. You can make it do whatever you want. But if you've got a battery, why would you want to drain it into your EV? EV? It's just completely oh, You stupid. need to have the, the, is it the Yeti to do all that? No, the Zappy has three CT clamps inside it. So oh, wow. you, can, you can use an Eddy. So there is a problem with uh, this Harvey, you mean, not the Eddy. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Easiest so way to remember it. The other day, me and my yeah. mates started calling it the Brian Harvey. Yeah. You can't forget <laughs> it then. Well, no, the easiest way to remember it is Harvey Harvest Energy. Ah. Harvey, because it harvests the energy. Very good. That's why it's, that's why it's a powerless, because it's powerless CT clamp. You don't need to power it, because it powers off the off the current in, in the actual cable. Which is bonkers, but then what? Yeah. It, Loads gotcha. of company, yeah, there's loads of companies that are doing it. There's loads of companies that can do that already. Um, in fact, the, the Simpsons and partner one, they told me they've got a CT clamp that does exactly the same. Um, you know, it harvests the, the power out of the out of the cable. It's just basically, you know, you've seen how magnets work. It's the same way with a CT clamp. It pulls that power from that magnetic energy. Well, I will say, just to interject, say, if you are a bog, I mean, I appreciate a lot of the viewers of this, this channel right, are bog standard domestic sparkies. That's me. And probably, no, I'm not domestic. Probably, yeah, well, bog standard that's me. Like commercial industrial domestic air, who, this is going to be a good little owner weekend for you fitting these. And what we'll say is that what Nick's just said in the past five minutes is I've done a lot of research and knowing about how these batteries, you don't have to know about batteries, you don't have to know about EV, but knowing how they integrate with a house and how these charge work with them, if you can explain that in simple terms to a customer or a person at the weekend, you're going to bash and work out. I've got to be honest, well, I am completely like in like i i am learning so much right now like usually you can't shut me up i've barely said about five sentences i thought it had a stroke to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the other thing i'd say if you're not if you're an electrician right and you are not if, if you're not if you're if you're not doing solar 
battery inverter <clears throat> and EV chargers now, at the moment, you are insane. If you're a domestic electrician, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Uh, e- e- no, I no, 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 no. Even commercial. Oh, There's, yeah, but the thing is, I'll be fair, because not the trade, you don't understand that most commercial industrial sports don't want to go no fuckers' ass and deal with the members of the general public. That's the problem. Oh, but yeah, I agree, I, I, I agree no, no, with you. No, 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 There's but, huge I mean, money to be made. But, but I mean, even for me, it works. So we, we've just put, I've just ordered 165 panels for our, 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 our workplace. Because we're paying at work, we're paying 75, 80p a kilowatt hour. So, yeah, so no, we do a lot so, beyond the meter, we call yeah. it beyond, yeah. So solar's a no-brainer for us, and pretty much all businesses want EV chargers putting in for either the staff or themselves or the directors. So there's there's plenty of opportunity for commercial, you know, even commercial sparks to be putting I think EV chargers gonna, in. We're going to get you back on to talk about beyond the meter and batteries and stuff like that because it's going to be massive. And like you're saying, yeah. I would say that I, I'm on quite a few. I quite like Facebook as a, as a thing. There's a lot of groups you can just hang around and read information, find out what the feel is, and I like doing that. And I've noticed that I'm on like, I'm on... EV, like DIY EV, um, EV groups full of civil civilians, basically. And they're all going, I can't get a decent installer. Can anyone recommend installers? And I'm thinking, if I weren't working for a good firm, I would literally, if you can go and learn a bit about EV PV and do a decent job for people and not rob them, you could make an absolute fortune because there's desperation in people oh. at the minute to get this stuff put in. And then your next one is obviously uh, heat pumps. And obviously meter bypassing. That's going to be massive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not a man into EE pumps. I'm not. I've not got into them, but I'm. I'm. I'm big into the because I'm putting them in my own ass. Uh, yeah. I'm big into the EV. They're quite the expensive, minute. though, aren't they? Like the whole get up, get up and caboodle is quite expensive to get going. Uh, but there are so, grants. So at the moment, there's a government grant that tops it up to five. Uh, gives you five grand off. So the Octopus Energy, um, who I do a lot of stuff with. So you know, hands out there, I do a lot. Of st- they, you know, they pay me a lot. They pay me a lot in referrals. So you know, I think they're great. Um, and you know, well, there's a big octopus behind me. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> but the here. They, you know, they they do a lot. They do a lot for the renewables industry. But they're doing heat pumps at the moment, and the typical install prices after government grant, people are paying three to four grand. I, I oh, wow. I'll just say there. Um, We've just bummed Eddie and not Eddie, <laughs> Brian Harvey. No, we just bummed Zappy because we like him and we've given our eyes to ping that we like him. Yeah, do you know what? Uh, I can't not like him. I can't not it? like him. And uh, what you were just saying there, Octopus Energy, they're, they're, they're doing stuff different in the market. They are the they are the my energy of the wholesale energy market, and I got a lot of time for them. And I like the fact that their CEO will go on stuff and say, Look. Shit's expensive. We don't make a lot of money out and give an honest view on it. And I really like that from Octopus. I think it's refreshing. I, I can tell you now, Greg is one of the nicest people. Look at you first name boy that. over here. First name boy. Oh, Greg, <laughs> I, Robert, well, Danny. Well, they, 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 he invited me to a, an art expedition pre-COVID. Uh, and, and it was when I was, I was, you know, I, I had a couple of YouTubers. I had uh, subscribers, but I was about three or 4,000. And he invited me to come, you know, come to an art expedition. And he, he came over and said hello. He goes, I'll come speak to you in a bit. And then I never saw him for the whole night. He disappeared. Right. And then at the end of the night, he said, I'm sorry I've not seen you, but it's the first time I've seen my mum for four months. So I've spent the entire night with her. And I thought, that's the type of guy that I, you know, just you know so what, honest. As well, as well, I don't show you. I don't take freebies. I don't want anyone to give me anything or sponsor you. I do. Can you, can you get me one of them zappy units that does all the local API, please? <laughs> I'm, I'm begging you. Oh, what? Sorry. Is that the, them little zappy, them, not zappy, them new octopus units that do the local. That, I said, yeah, I know you've got one. Please, please never worry your mate and get one of them. I really, really want one. I've actually got two of them at the moment. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to, you know what? I'm not going to fucking take any for off anyone. I want like that, but I want one of those so bad. Please uh, get me one. They are, they are going to be selling them. Um, But you can, if you ask on Twitter for one, they will give you one. Yeah, I've tried that. I mean, well, maybe a fast fire you on Twitter because I do want one because I'm, I'm mad. You know, I, I'm very, very boring and I love all the statistics of the home energy stuff. It's just, do you want me going. to ask, like it's going to make any difference? Do you want me to ask them the official Monday Club account? <laughs> yeah, they'll ring me on a Sunday night and start kicking off at me then. Yeah. So, uh, that, so full disclosure, we are having like a little private joke, and I feel like it's rude for leaving Nick out. <laughs> Basically, there is um, there is like a beef, a war brewing behind the scenes. Um, yeah. But that's we- all next week. We, so, I, I tell you, I'm going to have to comment on it, yeah, because I know someone's going to watch it, and I want everyone who's involved in this, yeah, this is the electricians podcast by electricians for electricians, where we yes. help electricians out the best we can. I'm not sponsored. I don't. I don't take any money for this podcast whatsoever. Sam 
get a sponsorship, but he puts a lot of work in. Verso sponsoring this one. You will see when he does the Verso readout, I don't say much. Sam has put those sockets into his little girl's bedroom. I've not physically handled them, although I have arranged to go to a wholesale where they're sold next week so I can give my honest opinion on them. That is how it works around here. You won't catch us pulling them stunts like, hey, man, use this, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't happen. But that, and that's part of my thing on being on the podcast, but I will give my honest opinion. And that's why we get people like Nick on who know what they're on about and give them honest opinion. And that's why we're here to support Sparks in that manner. So, yeah, we don't shill anything out is what we're saying, but we have a hoo-ha with someone about it. You're not All wrong. Will be revealed. What I will say is there has been times right, where I have took money for sponsors and I'm like, why have I done this? I'll be honest with you. Um, in uh, Over the four years I've been doing this now, I've had sponsors that I haven't believed in. Um, and I have not always... Um, I don't know. I've, like Basically, the sponsorship for this podcast is an, it's an advertising platform. So people can advertise on here. I don't endorse the products as such. However, that has changed. The only products, when Nick left, it left a bit of a gap for um, me to branch out and do things a little bit differently. Jamie, come on board. Didn't want anything to do with sponsors. Not interested. Doesn't want it. Fair enough. I happened across Verso, who are excellent. Hit it off with Will. Um, William Winter, he's he's a CEO, the founder, told me his story. He's going to be coming on the podcast because he's an interesting chap. Um, and the whole thing with Verso is because I genuinely, genuinely like their story, their products, and everything that goes with them. So, yeah, I will shamelessly hock um, Verso <laughs> stuff. Fine. And we've because... got Nick on, haven't we? We've got Nick on because... Yeah. We are trying to give show Nick's vibe here. Nick, no, he's clear from talking to Nick. He knows what he's on about. He's not, he's he's honest about what he's doing and his YouTube channel will be full of useful information like that. And we're trying to not just bring across the fact that he reviews it, but his personality is into it and that he's a nice guy. And you can go, if you're a sparky, I don't know why I've got this toothbrush for audio. I don't know where that, that looks like my little That's girl's a toothbrush. toothbrush. It is, it's Charles toothbrush on front of But what we're trying to say is we are getting people on here that if you see it on here, if you talk about it, if we get people on, you can absolutely take them to the bank and cash yes. them. Yes, like and that is, that is one of the reasons we got Nick on, because he's genuine. Um, he's been on with Efix as well. So, you know, like, here's the thing. We're trying to do things properly. We're getting now. good people on. <laughs> yeah, now. Well, no, you know what it is? It's a learning process. Nick will attest to this. With sponsors, you have to sort of find your way, don't you? You have to find your way getting paid and stuff like that it's so 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 i've got a rule right for, for, for me youtube's a hobby okay it's a hobby mm. that now makes me a decent amount of money okay it's it's still working still, yes, still I, I, I still work I, I work full time uh, I, I you know I, i'm i'm very i work i work as a so i own, I own a car dealership with my dad uh my dad's got Bastard. lots of it, we, we've got quite a lot of commercial properties we rent out so youtube to me is just a hobby it's fun it makes yeah. me you know it makes me a good good amount of money but it's a hobby but it's the, the, that's part of the obinte the hustle's part of the obinte yeah but but to me I, I can take money off a sponsor quite happily right but i need to declare in fact i did a video with a with a chinese manufacturer on a charge point okay and uh then it was under the new deal where they send me the charge point, they pay a fixed fee and I review it. And I did the review and they said, Oh, um, you've been, you've been very critical about these things. And I was like, well, yeah, that basically had, they had jump wires all over the charge point. Instead of putting, running the tracks on the PCB, they had lots of jump. Yeah. Wires. Yeah. Yeah. It means it can be desoldered. It can, it, there's put loads of points of failure. Right. And I made a comment that it was, you know, poor manufacturing. Okay. And they, they asked me not to post the video and I was like, well, they asked me to take it out of the video, just, you know, to leave all the good stuff in. And they offered yeah. me a bribe of 10 grand. That's wedge. That's I'm taking it. Wedge. I'm taking yeah. it. They offered me 10 grand. You used to take it, Sam. Stop being like that. Yeah. They, <laughs> they offered me 10 grand to take it out. Right. But the thing is, if I did that, my the people who watched me, they invested me. Okay. Yeah. So they watched me because they trust me. As soon as I take a bribe to remove something like that, I've lost all my integrity and all my viewers are gone. Correct, okay? mate. And that integrity to me is a massive part of this yeah. being and, on this thing. And you've got to keep that level of integrity. So 
yes, I could have removed it and I could have, I could have put this as an advert, right? So I made them that offer. I said, don't pay me 10, okay, pay me five and I'll say it's an advert, okay? And I'll take all that stuff out that you don't want and I'll say it's an ad. And they said, oh, no, right, yeah. they said, no, what we'll do is... It's not a savvy is... motherfucking Nick, isn't he? I like you. <laughs> so what they said... run again. So in, this, in the end, they said, um, no, keep the money and just don't post a review. So that's what I did. So I just kept the money. You what? Don't... Keep the yeah. money and don't do anything? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so they gave you 10 grand? No, 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 no. I never put... Po- they, no, they they, the original they me, fee. They paid me the original fee, which everyone pays. And I got to keep the charger and not post the review. So I got paid... I was so, going to say, we're in the wrong business, Jamie. We need to start I, doing I, an EV podcast. I, this is really interesting. It's really interesting how people work. It's, it's, I know you're not talking figures, but it's nice to understand what it comes because I mean, in the early days, did you have to go out and buy? Did you go out and buy chargers? Did, is that how you had to do? Because it's not. It's not cheap business for you to do that. No. So, so I already, so I already had a, a pretty established sort of subscriber account. So it was quite easy to go to. Couple of charge, oh, got I, I, so I went to yeah. a couple of charge point. So you t- sorry, just to just to make it clear, because I want the view sometimes. You'd you'd already got a channel on EV charging thing in me, Bob's. I thought no, I already had a channel on EV cars. So reviewing right, cars. Got you. Um, got you. So you've got showing it how cars work. So the channel was established to be an EV. You're an EV owner, and you're interested in learning about. And that ends you post weekly videos on your channel because you're not always talking about EV charges, are you? Talking about the old no, ecosphere of EV, right? Yeah, cool. I mean. I mean, sometimes I might be talking about smart meters. Sometimes I might be talking about what the cheapest electricity deal is. Sometimes I might be talking about solar. It, or sometimes I might be giving a tip on, here's an EV car. This is how you, you do something on it, which is a bit hidden that no one knows about. So, oh, right, cool. Yeah. You know, it, it's, 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 it's all EV or battery links. I mean, sometimes I'll, do, I, sometimes I'll do a gadget review because, you know, I mean, give me a prime example. There's an Oculus headset here. I basically wanted to buy one. And I didn't want to pay for it. So I thought, how can I get this through a HMRC claim? I'll claim it as a business expense. And I would never, it. ever claim all my audio visual equipment from my company as a taxable expense, mate. Oh, no, sorry. I absolutely did that. <laughs> yeah. So basically, if I come up with a really, I mean, I bought a pint in the pub uh, on my smartwatch to do a smartwatch review so I could claim a round of drinks in the pub on HMRC. That that was fun when the tax, uh, when the accountant asked me what that, that round of beer was for. <laughs> I this guy's my agent, tell you. But, but I put it in the video, you know, there's me scanning my phone for, for a round of beer of about 20 people, and uh, they were all over the moon with it. Is that a thing? Yeah, 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 yeah it is, yeah. Oh, I'm going to you... start buying cocaine on, on, <laughs> on camera. <laughs> I was just simply saying, if I could drive on it, obviously, for a YouTube video, good day to you. <laughs> What's really funny is, because I, I started doing this, I've noticed that other YouTubers do it. So have you, Tom Scott, Tom Scott did it where he bought, bought himself loads of food and cake because he was on like a trial. And he goes, oh, it's a business expense. I'm on a trial. So he bought himself loads yeah, of food yeah. and cake. And I tell you what, um, oh, what's he called now? He, he's got the bunker in his, in his uh, garden. Oh, uh, Colin Furs. Colin Furs. So what, look at Colin Furs' video. He did a video on building a garden shed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, he's just done that so he can Colin build a Furs, garden shed. I, someone I know knows Colin Furs. And I, I said to him, I said, like, don't want to spoil this, but is he mint? And he says, yeah, he's fucking mint. He's a dead nice bloke. Well, I, I don't know if I want to spoil the secret, but um, you know his house? That I, already done... know, I, I already know what you're going to say. It's not, say... A, it's not his house, yeah, it's a set. He's got a whole house as a set. But, I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's a basically a plumber from Lincolnshire that started off as a plumber from Lincolnshire, doing some mad shit, and now he's a multi-million pound YouTuber. It's, it's, it's brilliant. Good for brilliant. him. Did, did, did you know what he's going to do to the end of the tunnel? Oh, yeah, but yeah, with the he, car he, he's, he's going he's gonna to have it like Thunderbirds where the car goes in. If anyone's seen Colin Furs, he's worth checking over. out. Obviously, Nick's worth checking out on YouTube. Colin Furs worth checking out on YouTube. He's digging a tunnel under his house. But the best bit is, is he asked for planning permission after he'd started building it. <laughs> yeah, if you want some recommendations, my recommendations this week are Colin Furs and obviously Nick. Yeah, no, he's a great guy. He's got um, he's got some really nice cars as well, actually. Is he all, Where are you from, Nick? What area are you in? I'm... Uh, Derbyshire, Manchester area. Don't worry too precise. I reckon I, I recognise in the twang you've got, that's all. You're not you can't be too far. I'm away not from a fan me. of that. I'm not a fan. I've worked at Stockport for a couple of months and I'm not a fan. Yeah, Stockport's rough. <laughs> I, I, Was I, it? I, yeah, yeah, I'm a Cheshire boy. I'm from Cheshire, really. Originally from Cheshire. Is that why you've got plenty of dough? <laughs> No, I got plenty of dough because my dad moved here from Italy when he was twelve and worked his ass off. Um, nice. Like, so yeah, I, I, you know, my dad's a grafter. Uh, he's not. He, he's by he's by no means smart. He's just. And you're just riding it out. Are you on his money there? Doing EV charging shit. 
<laughs> do you know? Do you know what? When I first started the YouTube channel, he proper took the piss when he saw something. I mean, we've all watched ourselves back when we first started, but crap. And my dad started laughing, taking the piss, and then customers started coming in to buy cars off us. Ah, and he's like, "You're like, fuck you." And he, uh, yeah, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, so he was doing it? So that it was original? It was always part of the business, not part of the no, business, no, 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 no. Association it, was there. I used to film in the in the showroom at work, but just because." If I was bored at work, had nothing to do, I thought, oh, I'll do a video on EVs. I've got an EV here. I'll do a video on it while I'm yeah, sat here. Yeah. not doing anything. Nice. So it originally used to be there. And then uh, lockdown happened and I built myself a studio in, in my house. So, you know, the whole room's full of soundproofing in here. It's, you know, it's, it's basically, it's a fire hazard. It's got foam on every single wall. <laughs> <laughs> what I do like is like the organic, mate. It's really interesting to hear that talk because I like organic YouTubers so Electrical wise, like I like watching Nick Bundy videos because I know he records it and edits it himself. I like watching Nagy videos because he's he was quite organic. I think he gets it anything now, but I like that. I like to see people doing it all themselves. It makes it much more um, like relatable to me when yeah. it's not editing them. It really puts me off. But so you're still doing all that, and obviously still, you have the bonus I, I... of being able to record in the showroom because. No normal employer would let you do that, would they? Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm the cameraman. I'm the sound man. I'm the editor. Um, occasionally, I'll get a I'll get a, a friend to hold the camera for me. If I'm doing a car shoot, I'll get I'll get I've got a, I've got a friend who's he's an older chap, he's retired, and he has nothing better to do. And he literally said, "Oh, if you have an me, just ring me." So I ring him. I go, "Do you want to come and film this new uh, you know pre 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 product car that's not come out yet?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Oh, come so on. as a bonus, well, because you've got the dealership, you're getting motors for you can just review without any expense in could. Oh whatsoever. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I've, I've I've reviewed prototype cars, um, you know, and, and all sorts of like you know different stuff. Um, so I want to talk about EV cars for a minute. Yeah, go on. I'm really. There's a, there's a YouTube channel and it's um Kimi Räikkönen. Uh, is it not Kimi Räikkönen? Is it Kimi Räikkönen? I know who you mean. You mean the angry bald guy with hardly no, any, uh... no, 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 no. I'm talking oh, about right. no. It's Kimi oh. Räikkönen, and he bought the um, Rimac. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Mate. No. Yeah. It. Um... Rosberg. That's, That's who it. it is. Yeah. Rosberg. Yeah. Nico Rosberg. Nico Rosberg. Rosberg. He bought the Rimac. And he does this video about like buying it, going to the. Going to Google this, I got clips going off. Uh, so Rimac is owned by Mate Rimac. So Mate Rimac makes all the motors to the Porsche Taycan. He makes other people's electric cars fast. And he's also making the new Bugatti hybrid as well, isn't he? Oh, yeah. look at this now. Yeah. Wow. Mate, but the Rimac, let me tell you, that is a unbelievable like nico rosberg's channel is unbelievable it's like a it's like a tv show first of all it's not organic it's, <laughs> it's fully got, produced it's him swanning about on a yacht then going to croatia to buy this rimac because it's a croatian company and the car itself it's so advanced that they went round. they went round to certain racetracks all around the world done laps around like got like a pro race driver to do laps around the the track program that into the car so you can go to a track in the rimac race around it think you're good press a button and the car will take you around the track like a professional race driver by itself it's phenomenal what they can Nick, do. You'll know this because you do cars. Are EVs getting more advanced? Because you know, with traditional cars, they just rob old parts like, oh, we'll use that windscreen moat from another car. But are EV cars being built from the ground up? Yes. Is that, uh, is that how it's working? Most EV cars now are built from the ground up because they have to. So Everything's optimised, isn't it? You can't, the windscreen wiper moat has got to be the lightest, super efficient thing because you can't just take, take one out of a normal car. Is that what the crack is? Uh, no, they, they can sometimes take them out of a normal car. I mean, the, the Tesla Model S, for example, has got some, some same motors and switch gears as a Mercedes. So if you ever want to buy a Mercedes part for your, for your I think it's an A-Class, it's cheaper to buy it from Tesla. It's the same mode. It's the same thing. But I didn't think it'd be that way around. I thought it was going to say the other way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I no, thought no, it'd be... <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's the other way around. Uh, but that's in really old Model S's. But I mean, most cars that they haven't changed the wheels. So it's still a twelve volt battery system, even in EVs. The lights are still twelve volt. Right, the radio's all the still 12 basic volt. electronics. All the basic electronics are twelve volts. 
because well, there's loads of it available for them to pick from. Yeah, yeah, and and you, you don't reinvent the wheel if the wheel already exists, and you can't use the four hundred volt system because people like to tinker and DIY. I mean, people DIY with home electric. Can you imagine DIYing with four hundred volt DC? <laughs> yeah, but there's a guy. What's his name? He's always on Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, I know exactly. What you mean the black guy who's like yeah. a mad electrical. Oh, um, he's a genius. Uh, Ricky. Uh, um, oh, uh, is it Rick? He is so in deep into that electronics of Mate, cars, it's bonkers. He it's used absolutely to be, insane. He used he used to be a banker, and he he learned yeah, everything. That, yeah, that's what I mean. The best bit is he's learned that from being a yeah, banker. Yeah, he just he's well, totally he, wanted a, he wanted a Tesla, so he went and bought a scrapped one, and then they then they was really funny about letting him like work on it. So then, like, because what they do is once once a Tesla's crashed, like that goes down and their system has crashed. So you go and say, oh, I need to buy like, a, I don't know, a new motor and some other bits and pieces for the drivetrain and whatever. And they go, nah, bitch, that's crashed. You can't have shit. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like a motor. It's, it's, basically, what I see with this EV is that it's a lot more subscription policy. Like, you can't own anything. It's all Yeah. Like... It's like, if you, want, if you want like a certain upgrade on your Tesla, it's like 10 grand. And it's literally an upgrade. In, but, it's in the car, isn't it? It's software. Yeah, yeah, but, it's just software. But is, isn't that a wonderful idea, really? If if you can buy, if they're going to sell the car at the same price, and you let's say you bought a car which didn't have heated seats, okay? And you oh, sold, the BMW we're talking yeah, about now, aren't and, we? And you, and you sold it secondhand with no heated seats. You didn't want heated seats. You didn't buy them. You sold it secondhand. The next owner goes, God, I wish I had heated seats. You can buy it now. You know what, mate? I think the problem is that it's ingrained that we buy things in the very much in the UK. We buy things. We've been ingrained to buy things. And I get what you're saying. It's an interesting way of looking at it. But what I would also say is it leaves it open to people start trying to hack shit, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. That's a total yeah. interesting concept that, hey, yeah, mate, but, come up to you in the pub and go, all right, mate, is that your BMW outside? Yeah. Do you want to buy some fucking eating seats or what? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's bound to happen. I mean, that someone hacked the Tesla to get extra horsepower out of it, and then which, I, which I'm amazed by. Yeah, but then somewhat then Tesla released an update that brit the update from working. So if you want the latest, all the latest Tesla updates, you couldn't have the latest, faster, you know, aftermarket update. And most people want all the all the updates for Tesla because it might be they found a security flaw where someone can you know disarm your brakes or whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It. In the good old days, you press a pedal, it would push a vial of oil into a bigger vial of oil, and your brakes would work. Now you press a pedal, some Chinese hacker in Tongwon province is steering into a tree. Like, <laughs> but, that's the it, way it's going. But, but, that, but that's like, if you you know, if you link back to sort of the EV charges and stuff, that's why the, that new rule coming in December is to stop. Yeah, is to try and restrict the security. And and some cut, you know, there's a charger I know that's pretty much compliant now. It can be. It's, they, they are always at the. Front. Why you got to be so secretive? What? what? That's a positive. I don't, right, so, 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 so the best, the best built charger, in my my opinion, from from a from a allegedly from a te- <laughs> from a technical perspective, looking at it, but it, it's ugly, right? And and that's it's a company called Indra. So if you look at Indra, their charge point, it's got it's got it's got one fit, one complete seal all the way around. There's no joins in their waterproof seals. One complete seal, right? It's it, it's the screw the, the screws are good quality. They're all captive. The, the way the, the way oh, every, everything, oh, every, every, everything's Vargo, you know, contactless clips inside. There's no screw terminals. It's just really well put together, but it's friggin' ugly, and the app is shit. Oh right, now now I was going to say I could deal with ugly because it's functional. Yeah, if it's it doesn't matter if like it's like my camera being ugly, you can't see it. It's something I use to do a job. But the app being bad, how have they made that error? Why have they not got people on board to deal so, with that? So I've not signed an NDA for this, so I can actually say it. Um, they are they've got a new one coming out because I helped. Oh, Phil, so well I don't think it. Yeah. Think, so, oh right, so, you mean you're not giving away secret information? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I, I helped them design their new app. Um, you know, they, they, no, so you're a bit of a player, Nick. We got to see like this. Nicky well, have, have a go, Chappy. Well, the the, 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 the thing is that because I've reviewed so many charges, I get a lot of companies now saying, "Can we consult you? Can we consult you on our product?" And that How costs money. To I'm well, I'm so impressed with this. It's really interesting yeah. tale. How long have you been doing this? You say? Uh, EV chargers for two years, three years, and I've oh no, the doing, old thing. When did you start YouTube? Uh, four or five years ago. And obviously, already having the background, then doing the YouTube, and now you're 
back in your background consulting on the future of EV charging apps because yeah. you know them inside out. That's the, bonkers. The, the, Do you the feel most... like I failed? I've been doing this about four years. <laughs> well, the, still at the bottom the of the barrel. Yeah, I mean, the, the most money I made last year was selling um, consultancy reports to EV chat. So once, Mate, I reviewed all, once I reviewed all the chargers, I compiled a report of the good and bad points of every single company's charger. And then I went back to all the companies that I reviewed the charger and said, do you want to buy this report? You are all one your savvy motherfucker, Nick. <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm sat here in awe of how great you are. I'm not even joking. <laughs> That is wow. bonkers. Um, yeah, that that was that was my best best year of money. And one of the companies that bought bought it off me, um, they said to me, they went, "This is the most valuable report ever. You've undervalued it." So because they sold it, I undervalued it. The next, the, I sold, the next company I sold it to, I sold, sold it for another two grand more. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a Concorde. Tell. If anyone had heard, when Concorde was flying, the generally the people that flew on Concorde didn't buy the tickets. They were bought by their. Um, helpers or what is it receptionists or pas and stuff so what they did was they went to all the people on the flight went how much do you think it cost to fly on this flight and they all went like oh 12 grand 13 grand 15 grand and there's only charge date so they put the price up to match the expectation of the person flying but that is bunk i'm so in awe of that mate fair play to you for doing that and fair to, play big time to get up to consult level like that with major firms that is impressive mate yeah 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 but fair play. It, it, what what makes me laugh is occasionally i'll get people in the comments arguing on certain videos and they go oh, you don't know what you you don't, yeah, and oh, they, go, they, they go. You don't know what you're talking about um, about about this company. You know about these charges. And I think to myself, yeah, I've just I've just took uh, several thousand pounds off one of those uh, companies because they they wanted to consult my information. So if I didn't know anything, why they paying me? Do you know what? It's <laughs> funny though. It's funny because people get quite tribal about things, don't they? So you'll have people who are <laughs> my energy, like my bumming my energy. No, and no, you I... have people bumming. Like it's a bit like Android and Apple. I, I, no, I'll give you the worst people, right? To, to get travel, EV owners are. are oh yeah, they are. They're, they're like audio files. If anyone knows what that reference yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. And once they sync the ticket, but the, if you really want to annoy certain EV owners, right? And if you look at the video and want to read the comments, it's the best laugh you'll ever have. And it's when you tell an EV owner that a granny cable, as in a free pin plug charger, isn't safe, they lose their shit. Not as much as they do about green flashes on number plates. Oh, <laughs> I know. I got What's that about? I yeah. literally put it as a joke. I'm going to put a bit of green tape on my van and I got hammered on Twitter. It's the worst response to a pro- to a comment I've ever had. People are nuts about that. It's like yeah. that, that number plate is like, I, I bought an it's EV. Like, it's like, I've gone out, I've done it. That's my that's my gold standard. They treat those number plates like, I'm not going to name it because it's offensive to people. Uh, it's like they treat it like a religious text. Yes, yeah. I do. It's that yeah. hardcore. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put one on mine. Green yeah. insulation tape, laughing. Well, just be careful because it is technically against the DVLA rules, and you can get fined for 125. All right, technical boy. Oh, I'm pissed anyway. <laughs> so. But yeah, I, I mean, it's, it, to be honest, as an EVO, and it's not the the green flash things never bother me. If anything, if someone mistakes a diesel van for an EV, that means they're more likely to buy an EV because they think that's a you know an EV. It, it doesn't bother me. They Here's don't have any question. benefits. Go on. What do you know about EV, um, EV vans and stuff coming out um, over the next year or so? Everybody's bringing stuff out at the moment. Really? Yeah. So um, depends what you want. So there's there's Maxis. Maxis is bringing loads of little bits out. That they're the ones that DPD are always driving around in. Okay. Who's, what are Amazon using? Are they are they Mercs? Uh, they use a mix between uh, Maxxis vans, LDVs, and Mercs. What's this new company called? Every E V R I. Oh, well, that's Hermes. Hermes, but they are they've seen them electric vans as well. If the if the couriers are getting to electric vans, there's a future for it. No matter what anyone says, I, I don't know about job in builds and that just yet, but obviously they know exactly what they're doing. They manage their fleet, don't they, really well? So, but if couriers are doing it, it's happening, isn't it? EV yeah. vans of the future. Who's, so, who, who's the one to watch over the next year or so? Got to be Ford, surely. Uh, Ford have got some nice stuff coming out. Yeah, uh, to be honest, e- the thing about EVs and, and and as general rule is, even with cars, I mean, no matter what car you drive today, they all pretty much drive the same. Some are faster, some are slower, but they all hold the road exactly the same, right? It's just put together differently with a different badge on. So, it, you know, you're, ba- you're basically buying a car that's built better, built worse, Goes faster, goes slower, uh, is reliable, less reliable. But EVs in general, they're just they're, they're pretty much. There's, a motor's a motor, and a battery's a battery. What are you rolling, Nick? Are you going to tell us? 
What are you rolling around in? Uh, so I this week, you know, so me, you've been so, a big boss. So, so me, uh, my wife's got a, a Vauxhall Corsa electric, and uh, I, I drive a I drive a Tesla or a BMW i3. And... <laughs> you make your missus drive around a Corsa, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, and I'm driving around in a Tesla <laughs> or a BMW. Just a Tesla or the BMW is fucking, yeah. But so you practice what you preach, so what I'm saying, you you're completely immersed in this, aren't you? Totally. Oh, yeah, well, but I bought my first EV in 2015, so I've been driving around since then. I'll send it to the game. So yeah. you're so you're fully in. So you're fully in. Yeah, well, like I said, I am a full-on tree hugger. I'm quite happy to admit it. Um, you know what I like about them, uh, EVs? Does anyone remember Little Chefs? Yeah. Right, so you go somewhere for the day and you drive somewhere and you'd stop and you'd go in the Little Chef and have some food and then no, you carry on driving. No, you never would. My mum and dad it, would never go well, in we, places. My granddad would do it because they were from an era where you had to stop your car regularly because it was just over because it was shit. And <laughs> yeah. I, I have fond memories of a journey, not just being like somewhere you drive where you're desperate for a piss all the way, but being an adventure, driving, stopping, driving, stopping. And I think EVs bring that back, which I think is quite nice. It's bringing back that the fact that you will stop, look around where you're doing, ever walk around, not just sit there and go to your car. And I find that quite interesting as a concept at the minute that you've got to stop. You've got you to stop. You and Fredna are buddies. I love Fred Dibna. Well, I mean, to be honest, EVs, you don't really have to stop that much. I mean, I drove from um, up where I am, so Buxton Direction. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I Buxton Direction. I drove all the way from here to Farnborough, to the Funny That's a track. Show. Yeah, and I stopped at, I, I, I stopped at, I didn't have to stop. I could have got all the way there. Really? Um, yeah, but, but <laughs> I, I, stopped, I stopped at the Hilton Hotel at um, Gatwick because it was the cheap, because the charger was 22p a kilowatt hour. And I only, I literally stopped there because I'm tight. We, I'll tell you what, mate, I would, we, you're definitely coming back on because this technical chat has been amazing. But I would love to talk to you on a separate podcast just about the network, just about the EV Chad network. Yeah. Get a bit into it. That's a that's but, but really I mean, interesting concept. But, but I, I stopped there just because it was 22p a kilowatt. Not, not because I needed to charge there, just because I didn't want to pay 50p a kilowatt near the hotel. I just wanted to pay. So I just stopped there for 22p. I stopped there for 30 minutes, had a pee, uh, had a coffee in the hotel. And by the time I walked back to the car, I just waited around for five minutes and unplugged and left. It literally took me half an hour to do the things I needed to do when I got there. Wow. And on that, Monday Club, we're out. <laughs>